but yeah, man, welcome, guys. We're here, Cowboys by 50, baby. I just want to know if it's possible to block somebody, like, immediately. <laughs> remove his thing. Let's get somebody else in here. Just move him. <laughs> right. well, yeah. new rule. Anytime Eric says something stupid about the Cowboys, it's just me and you on the screen. I swear. <laughs> time out. Oh, I swear. I'm hey, man, we got we got one playoff team in here, man. How how, how are we going to act like that? Ooh, that's tough because, yeah, I mean, I purposely – I should I had a bear shirt on all day today. Uh, but I, I got my hair cut, so then I had hair on my shirt. You know what I'm saying? So then, you know, I was itchier on the neck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so I couldn't, I couldn't, you know, wear the shirt. So, so you decided um, to wear a uh, softball school hoodie. Hey man, wear softball, soccer, you know, volleyball. Uh, but right now, <laughs> right now, women's soccer school, Maddie Champ. Yeah, everything except for like, you know. The, the big time, big time sports. So like basketball. that's really crazy. That's really crazy that you mentioned that because Texas and Houston aren't good at anything. Whoa, whoa, whoa! So what whoa. are we? What did Houston, hold on, hold on, hold on. What did Houston do? I feel, I feel like Texas gets on a straight bullet too. <laughs> we were talking about what did, what did Houston do? I, I just don't, I don't like Houston just simply because of Adam. Like we were playing, <laughs> we were playing two K like two weeks ago. And um, we played. We faced a pro am team, and they had the Houston basketball uniform. And I was like, we simply cannot lose to this team just because Adam somehow gonna find out. Is <laughs> we won ten, we won double digits in our bowl game. Hmm. Uh, well, FSU didn't make a bowl game. Exactly. So. But next year, though, you know, we're gonna hit the transfer portal hard. Uh, I already hit that in Texas, so I don't know. I think I think Florida State needs to worry about beating Jacksonville State for the first time in like three years. They okay, okay. First off, couple things on that. One, I need somebody to explain to me that's smarter than I am how they can be named Jacksonville State when that is not a state. (laughs) Same with like, (laughs) let me see, see Boise State, uh, Grand Valley State. Like, like <laughs> I'm not the most geographically. Well, you know what? I never thought of it like that. It's not, bro. It's a state university, man. It's not a. It's not. You know what I mean? Like, it's not the not naming nah, state. I'm, I'm with Bo on this one. I don't understand. Do they get like? Are they state funded or like? How does that? How are they able to be called state? Yeah, that's I'm pretty I mean. sure that's. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Is where they get their money from or something or other. I don't know. I, I, I understand what you're saying. Like it makes sense that you know it's not a it's not a state, right? Coppin is not a state. What's the thing is a Coppin Coppin state. state. Another yeah. one. Exactly. I don't even think that's a real university. So. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. Speaking of college football, I guess the first thing that we can go over is the college football season is now over. I think it's one of my favorite seasons, but um, we do have college basketball going on march madness is on the horizon so march madness nothing like that but um national championship on monday georgia alabama what did you guys think of that for me it was about what i expected was going to happen i picked georgia to win the start of the year um that's kind of what i thought would happen this game i didn't think that um, I thought it'd be a little bit more higher scoring, a little more faster pace. That first half was kind of a snoozer. Yeah. Um, I don't know 
Georgia Georgia didn't look they were like they were ready to play. Alabama couldn't seize the moment. Um, but as far as the actual final score and the game went, yeah, I thought I, thought, I think Georgia's the best team. Um, Stetson Bennett, shout out to him. He proved all the haters wrong. It's a happy story. Um, I think he's. I I I, I kind of want him to come back for his sixth season, but I don't know. Wait, how long has he been in college for? He's been in college for five years. He got one more. He has one more year left. He can come oh back God. if he wants to. But if I was him, I kind of just ride this out into the sunset, like go out on a high note. You're not you're not repeating because Alabama coming back. Well, Alabama's losing week two. We're, we're gonna talk about that later, though. Oh, oh, heard you. Um, yeah, I mean, Stetson Bennett, Connor Gillespie, Brad Davison, all competing to see <laughs> who can be in college the longest. Um, but yeah, I was. Uh, I think I, I hate blaming injuries for anything, and I know Alabama was down both of their top two receivers, so I don't know if that had anything to do with it because I thought Alabama was kind of controlling the game up until that point, but after that. You know, Georgia kind of pinned their ears back and their defense was like insane. So instead of Bennett, just all he had to do was just not mess it up, which he almost did. <laughs> but there were interceptions late, which he almost did. But then he came back through a dime and um, they kind of didn't look back from there. But what are you, what are you saying, Aris? Yeah. So my thing with the uh, whole national championship game thing is like, Fully expected, right? So you see it, you see it at the beginning of the season or whatever. Every year, you know, Bama's gonna be there, right? At the end of the day, Bama's gonna be Bama's gonna be in the conversation. We're gonna talk about Bama. Whether it's a one, two, three, you're probably not gonna get them at a four very often. But if you get them at the four, at some point, you know, we're gonna talk about Bama. Um, Georgia, that team has some. That team has some players, right? Like, there's some dudes on that on that Georgia team. Um, and like going into the game, so we get the national championship game, and it's like you say, "All right, the score, the the, the game is gonna be super low scoring." Like, yeah, well, welcome to SEC football, right? That's exactly what we're gonna get. We're gonna get two very stout defenses. And for me, that's that's just not who I am as a as a sports fan, right? As a sports fan, I lean toward the offense, so I was extremely bored um, in the first half. And I don't think I've ever been that bored watching a college football game ever. But that's expected in the SEC. Um, for me, I thought I thought Bama was going to win once we got Bama Georgia. Uh, I thought we'd get another another win from Alabama because you know they played or whatever already. Uh, I thought we'd get another win, but we did. I don't think Bryce Young made enough. <laughs> I don't think Bryce Young made enough plays. Um, obviously. It's very rare that we get an Alabama football game and Alabama is on the wrong side of playmakers, right? Normally Alabama has playmakers all through the all throughout the lineup. And even in the backups, you got more five-star guys or four-star guys. Uh, but I felt like they were actually outmatched in talent, um, especially once Jamison Williams went down, because I don't I don't know who any of those guys were that were supposed to be pass catchers for them. Like what does what what does Bryce Young do when he's out there throwing the ball to guys like us? Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, I'm nice. <laughs> <laughs> guys like, uh, I'm a QB, but I'm nice. All right. I don't. I don't. I don't know what you know. What he's supposed to do as far as making plays. I think he got the short end of the stick. Um, yeah. With that being said, I mean, even still, he wasn't near good enough. And that Georgia defense is very, very good. Um, and they, I think, they had all the playmakers. They made all the right plays. 
Uh, Stetson Bennett made some big time throws. Um, mm-hmm. He stepped up big time, and he, I mean, he made some good plays. Uh, even though it was boring, um, you still got to tune in because it's college football, man. It's, it's it's the last game of the year. I agree. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, unca- I guess it was like. Um, I guess it was weird for Bryce Young to have so many interceptions just because he only had five all year, and then he had two in the national championship game. But again, he was basically throwing to us. <laughs> I mean, but I can't feel bad because Alabama has four or five stars every single year. So I feel like it's kind of next man up there. But they were probably very much underclassmen. But, you know, good on Stetson Bennett um, for winning. Like, do you think with uh, the transfer portal and, you know, Kirby Smart getting his first ring, do you think there's kind of like a changing of the guard in college football? Or do you think this is kind of a fluke year? Or, I mean, because Nick Saban seems like pretty content. He was kind of like he's – I've never seen Nick Saban – be this happy after a loss i don't know if this is just because it was this um kind of understudying kirby smart winning the whole thing but what do you guys think about that i wouldn't call it a, a fluke year i think georgia was just a better team it's just kind of how things um matched up with players leaving players coming back georgia they have a lot of veteran players on there and i just think they were just a better team this year even with I, yeah alabama had a, a lot of injuries but we saw that Georgia D-line, they were able to get after Bryce Young pretty much all game, and we've seen them struggle all year when he gets pressured. They weren't able to get him down in the SEC championship game. They didn't sack him once, and they got blown out. Championship game, things a little bit different, so they have a shot. Next year, Alabama, I mean, they'll be back. Bryce Young is going to be there another year, hungry, Um it's Alabama. I mean, it's not really, it's really nothing you can do. Yeah, I mean, yeah. One thing that 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 you learn about Nick Saban, right, is that he's gonna be back. You know, like you know, it, it's always you know every year. You know, feel like we're talking about we want Bama. Everybody wants Bama, and then Bama pull up, and they're checking all those boxes. They're gonna pull up again next year, checking all the boxes, right? They got the Heisman winner coming back. Um, they're gonna. I think they're gonna be hungry. Obviously, Nick Saban is not gonna. Nick Saban is Nick Saban, right? He's going to reload one of the better recruiters. Um, and Georgia, I mean, Georgia, I think they're losing a lot of key pieces. They have some ballers on their defense, um, one of which is a future Dallas Cowboy. But we'll, we'll probably talk about the draft in some other some other episode. But one of their ballers is a future Dallas Cowboy. Uh, he's, he's leaving. Um, I think, you know, I think Georgia will be good. Um, I mean, I don't think Stetson Bennett is NFL ready. Um, I think he comes back. Like I said, I think he's. I don't think he's an NFL guy. Will he ever be um, NFL ready? Uh, yeah, I don't. I think this is who this is who that guy is, right? Like he's not gonna get, not get much better than this. He um, was like third on the depth chart at the beginning of the year, or something like that. I think Kirk Herbstreit or somebody was, or uh, somebody was saying that that they were. Uh, he was like third. They weren't even talking about him in like the the pregame. Yeah, um, man, I, I thought. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, he'll he, he should he'll probably be back next year. Um, but I mean, as you know, Alabama's gonna reload. Um, I don't know if I was calling a fluke here. Um, I don't know if I I'd say that Georgia, like Adam said, Georgia was just they were just loaded, man. Like that was, they they were stacked, um, and they and they played they played to the to the height. Um, they were good. They were good. Um, Bama will be back and. and, and Next year we'll we'll see them you know lose to Texas and we'll be having this conversation again. Is, there, <laughs> is it a fluke year or is it not? Uh, but we'll we'll talk about that whenever you know schedule is released and we're starting to 
college is going to wind up and get ready for the college football season all over again. You mentioned uh, – Adam mentioned week two. Why is Alabama losing week two next year? They got them horns. Okay, so I need to know – I, I need to know um, – I need to know honestly, like, are you a Houston fan or a Texas fan? Both. Okay. But like if they were playing each other, who are you rocking with? Whoever it benefits more. Okay. Championship game, I'm not gonna pick. They might okay. next year, you never know. Cause like I like Florida State, but I also love Wisconsin. But if exactly. they're both playing each other, I'm always taking Florida State. You always say, uh, I would have thought you would always say Wisconsin. I'm shocked. No, Noel's fan first above anything. We're no. just not a football school or basketball school right now. We're a women's soccer school, but we don't talk about that. Yeah. Uh, For me, I think I'm more Texas football, Houston basketball. But My dad has jumped into the comments. What's up, my dad? He said, who names their kid Stetson? I did tweet that out <laughs> yesterday saying, I, or during the national championship game saying, I don't know if I would be afraid of someone named Stetson Bennett the fourth personally, but then, then after, as soon as I tweeted that out, he started. <laughs> um, what else did he say? He said, great story, but he won't even start for Georgia next year. I, that could be true too. Um, is JT Daniel still going to be there next year? He's still going to be there next year. Right. So he might be the guy or do they, have they also have a, a five-star quarterback coming in too. Did JT Daniels play well this year at all? He played for a little bit. No. Yeah. He didn't play. He didn't play great, but like people were um, even questioning who was going to start in the um, national championship game. Would it be Stetson yeah. or JT? Like people were kind of clamoring for both. Um, like, why do you have to choose that? You know, like, ugh. Let's see, Dad. A little oh, bit. Oh, here you go, Pops. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> you know, I'm. You. This is how you know I'm my dad's kid. <laughs> is is that true? For me to fact check that one. FSU is the number one transfer portal recruiting class. Don't undermine. Hey, is okay. that true? I, I don't know. I I believe I believe my Texas dad. has two five star transfers. Don't I we? believe my dad, <laughs> and I believe in the Norvell uh, is whooping in the transfer portal. I do know that. The, the, I think the transfer portal is uh like it's 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 definitely huge now. In college football, like it's a big deal. You know, it's it's you know, another part of recruiting at this point. You know what I mean? Because like you get so many good players that just I think. I think it's more important than recruiting, I would say. Yeah, because they're like already established players, you know. Yes. Do you think that do you think like the the money aspect of it is gonna get out of hand? And yep. because it like I think is. it is, right? Because like if in professional sports you have salary caps on like the NBA, the NFL, things like that. With college football, it's like all I'm gonna say is like, Texas A and M isn't getting all these recruits all of a sudden because they're a great school. Have a great atmosphere. True. Same with, same with like Jackson, Jackson State. Like I love yeah. Dion. Love <laughs> Dion. Right? FSU guy, right? We're we're an NFL factory. FSU. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> uh, all right. Whatever. Anyway, so <laughs> I feel like there needs to be some sort of regulation or like commissioner something to kind of regulate all of this because this is just gonna get out of hand. But at yeah. the same time, it's not gonna be like out of nowhere. You know the Big Ten is going to start getting all of the the best players. Like it's always going to be the South. It's always going to be the SEC. Um, you know that's going to get the best players regardless. But I do think there needs to be some sort of regulation involved. I mean, I think that. I mean, 
if you know anything about the NCAA, you know that they're going to regulate it somehow. At some point, it, it'll 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 get regulated um, in some way, shape, or form. Um, these kids are signing million dollar NIL deals, man. That's yeah. like, that's a lot of money. You know what I mean? That's a lot of money for for kids that are you know freshmen and sophomores or whatever. Um, and of course, you know, I think that does play a, a part in in transfers and and what schools get what players and kind of things like that, of course. And, you know, winning is also one of those things, but you can't regulate, you know, how teams win, right? But you can regulate you know, how much money these kids are making on these, these, these NIL deals and these, these endorsements and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, right now it's not out of hand, but you know, who, who can offer the most money, I think is going to definitely at some point play a part in, in some of these kids decisions. <clears throat> Yeah, I kind of, yeah, I mean, even after they find some sort of like regulation or anything like that, but I, I still think that the, you know, the SEC is still going to rule in terms of, I mean, of that. But, I mean, but like to Adam's point, it's like Texas A&M out of nowhere is now. <laughs> right. I mean, you know I mean, for me, you know, I don't, I don't think you'll see a, you might not see a regulation until people like Spencer Rattler stop choosing south carolina or whatever like yeah. you know like like if, if you see stuff like that still in the transfer portal uh, big time players choosing you know smaller universities um or i guess worse universities than like you know the alabamas the texas the 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 other the floridas the miamis you know the the, the luxury places the uscs and stuff like that you still if you see big time players uh choose i say lesser in a in a kind of ironic sense, I guess, but lesser universities, I think, you know, maybe, maybe they won't regulate it for, for a little while because, you know, we're still getting good players go to, to schools where they have opportunities to kind of do things. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you think about Spencer Rattler going to uh, South Carolina? Like, do you think that's going to matter? I think, or? I think that was a, like, Think about Spencer Rattler coming out of Oklahoma. He's a he's a drama queen. That's what that's what the stories were. Obviously, I don't know him personally, so I'm not gonna slander the man. But mm -hmm. I think, in my opinion, it was a very safe move for him. He took he picked the safest option because if he if South Carolina does horrible, it's South Carolina. Nobody cares. Nobody's gonna blame him. You right. know, they don't have the weapons, the pieces. And if they do well, say they win 10 games next year, it's all because of Spencer Rattler all of a sudden. You're right. That's what I was going to say. It was a business decision. I, I, I would have liked to see him take on that pressure and go to, you know, a bigger school and prove that he's the, he's the guy. Maybe he's not you built. Know? But I, I, just, I think it was a safe move. I'm not going to say a cowardly move, but I, yeah. I, I didn't like it. Man, it, it, I I didn't like it. Obviously, I don't. I mean, what is what what do they offer you? You know what I mean. Like, and I'm I'm kind of with Adam. It's really safe. You know, you, you're South Carolina. You're, you know, at the very minimum, or at the very I say minimum, at the maximum, you're the third best team in the SEC at the max, right? Yep. Um, because you're not as good as Georgia. You're not All as right. good as Alabama. So at the max, you're 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 number three. Um. And it's, it's just like Adam said, you know, you, you, if they lose, it's like, well, you know, it's South Carolina, but Spencer put up great numbers. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, kind of compare, I, I compare it to Sam Howell a little bit at North Carolina. It's just like, he puts up decent numbers, but like, they're bad. They're, they're, they're not, 
You know, they, they win, it's like, yeah, it's great quarterback play, but if they lose, it's kind of like, you know, it's, it's North Carolina. Um, same thing in South Carolina, you know. If, if they lose, it's like, well, they're not as good as Alabama, they're not as good as Georgia, not as good as Auburn, not as good as Florida. It's always, I mean, not as good as A&M, kind of things like that. You're always going to – I think he has a built-in excuse that he definitely, definitely didn't have at Oklahoma because, you know, Oklahoma, you're supposed to be better than Texas. You're supposed to be better than Baylor. You're supposed to be better than all these teams. And you yep. lose you, you lose to all these teams. You play, you play probably the worst football you've ever played. You get benched. Your backup comes in, another another great guy, you know, another four-star, five-star guy comes in and leads the team to victories over and over, and he makes the big plays over and over. And it's like, it's like, well, maybe it was Spencer Rattler. Maybe it's your fault. You know, maybe it's not, maybe it's not Lincoln Riley. Maybe it's not the coaching. Maybe it's not the play calling. Maybe it's just your limitations as a thrower. It's your limitations as a as a as a uh, decision maker and kind of things like that. Yeah, um, I will say, side note, one, um, I mean, Sam Howell, he declared for the draft. Um, I'm always going to be a little salty towards him because he was fully committed to Florida State and then flipped on <laughs> signing day. So He flipped um, to North Carolina? Yeah. How did y'all manage that? Yeah, how did y'all manage that? We lose recruits to Ohio State, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> y'all lose recruits to North Carolina. But we did. We beat, we beat Sam Howell twice. We beat North Carolina the last two years, so <laughs> chew on that. Anyway, uh, moving on. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I I kind of I think I I hated how Spencer Rattler went out. I think looking over your shoulder the entire season because people were clamoring for uh, Caleb Williams. That's got to be tough, like mentally as a quarterback. So I think him having a fresh start somewhere is going to be helpful. Um, and then yeah, like to Eris's point, I think he's going to have a chance to prove that. Um, he kind of got a bad shake. I don't know how you really get a bad shake at Oklahoma, personally, but <laughs> um, if he can go there and elevate South Carolina, um, then, yeah, I mean, that could help his draft stock. I've just never seen such a fall before from being a Heisman front runner at the beginning of the year to, like, you being benched. like, And then your replacement, like, now getting Heisman consideration mid-year, like, that's crazy. I've never seen anything like that before. I'm pretty sure during the year they were calling for him to get the the job back at some point in one of the games because Caleb was playing horrible. And he's just it's like, man, how do you like, how do you not take advantage of that? You know what I mean? Like you have a chance, like you're a high front runner at the beginning of the year, and he just, ugh, Lord, he just wasn't. He came in one of the games, didn't he? He came in. Was it the Kansas game? He came the in? Kansas game, yeah. yeah. But he, I don't think he finished the Kansas game. I think he no, came Caleb, in. Like, Caleb finished it. I think he came in like the third quarter or something. How do you not take advantage against Can? Well, hold on. I'm gonna take Kansas. Kansas is pretty good. Kansas is a good Never mind. Sore subject for Texas fans. There. <laughs> um, all right. So I guess we'll move on to uh, the NFL. We do have the NFL um, wild card weekend coming up, but we'll get to those picks in a little bit. But we want to first talk about the NFL. I'm not a Cowboys fan. Uh, my grandma was a Cowboys fan, um, so. I do have a little soft spot for the Cowboys. Um, hold on. Before we go to that, um, we do have some comments. We got one from Fur. Fur saying, so we talk footy at the cookout or hell no, fuck that. We will be talking football of the European variety. Um, well, Chelsea. Not today. I'm a Liverpool fan personally. Um, I know. We got <laughs> Chelsea-Liverpool in the final, Bo. Huh? Chelsea versus Liverpool. Oh, did Liverpool win today? I don't even know. 
I didn't look. Did. Um, but okay, we got my boy Tox in here. Tox also a um FSU fan as well. Um, fellow 2K legend. Um, Tox <laughs> um, is an FSU fan. We lose your game Carolina and Jackson State, but we did kill the portal. They sleeping on us. They sleeping on yeah, Coach. I gotta, look, I gotta look at the. I gotta pull they this sleeping, up. They sleeping on us, Tox. So. <laughs> Uh, first said Liverpool. They drew. They drew. That's embarrassing. Toxford, thanks for being in, man. Um, definitely, you can click the link up top if you want to end up joining the show live. You can um, uh, put your camera on and you can vibe with us too. That's what the cookout is all about. So, um, okay. But anyways, moving on to NFL. A lot of lot of coaching changes. People getting fired. Um. We're gonna get to our picks later. All right, we're gonna get to our picks. Um, not gonna not gonna ruin anything, but Eris has some Homer picks anyway. But we're gonna go into the coaching carousel. Um, a lot of people getting fired, things like that. What what was your guys's like most shocking? I guess like uh, what which like coach that got fired were you most shocked by? I think the for most people it had to be Brian Flores getting fired at Miami. I thought he had a bad shake. Um, I mean, they had, they had, they had had a rough year, you know, but there was, there was a stretch where they were winning games. They were looking good. Brian Mm -hmm. Flores, he came in, Miami was horrible. He fixed his defense up right away. Did y'all hear why he got (laughs) fired? Did y'all hear about that? Um, I heard some things in terms of, um, them in the front office not quite getting along. Um, yeah. I know that he didn't want Tua. Um, and uh, when they were like t- trying to tank for Tua, um, he wasn't really about that. And you know who he um, wanted? ended up going like five and 11. Um, I heard that he wanted Justin Herbert. Yeah, that's what everybody's saying. And, Justin uh, Herbert, who else was in that draft? There's someone else that was in that draft, but I can't remember. Uh, can't remember who else was in that draft. I don't. Th- it wasn't. Yeah, no, it wasn't Deshaun Watson. Um, I don't know who else was in that draft. Obviously, not Deshaun Watson. Um, yeah. but yeah, he I, he wanted Justin Herbert. He didn't want Tua, so they've been kind of beefing after that. And mm-hmm. yeah. so, like but, he got fired because he didn't get along with his GM. If I was Brian Flores and I wanted Tua, I mean, I wanted Justin Herbert, and I get Tua, and then we see what Justin Herbert's doing, right? Like he's yep. one of the best young quarterbacks in the NFL. Oh, like, you got to be sick. You got to be sick. I, I, wouldn't be work every day. I wouldn't get along with you either. When that we're, we're losing games, you're asking why we're losing games. How can we fix that? And then I told you how to fix it, and you don't do what I say. That game against the Raiders the other day was insane. <laughs> it was. He, he was like 4 of 4 for like 107 yards and like a touchdown on fourth down. Like, that was crazy. Like, yeah. The end of that game was crazy. Um, just making sure I flash all of the the comments. Um, but yeah, um, for me, Brian Flores was definitely my surprise because yeah, I mean, uh, to Tox's point, I'll bring that comment back up. He was nineteen and fourteen overall, and he exactly. beat the Patriots three times. Like I live in exactly. Boston now, right? And anytime it's Miami week, like at Miami week here, the vibe is just like everyone's nervous because. The Patriots just, for whatever reason, like cannot play well in Miami um, later in the season. So, and yeah, so, but I mean, he's interviewing with the Bears. If the Bears get Brian Flores, 
Might do a nigga that. Might do a nigga that. Stories came out today that he prefers the Giants job. So Giants just don't have a GM yet. Which is a dumpster fight, but we'll get into that in a second. Eris, what was your most uh, – did you have a most shocking uh, coaching fire or was it also Brian Flores? Yeah, so uh, Brian Flores obviously was a shock to me. Um, but I think you guys touched on everything with Brian Flores already. Um, so I kind of won't say him, but I will – I guess I'll talk about it just a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's interesting um, that, you know, I mean, they weren't good at the start of the season. I think that maybe they made their decision up early in the year. And then he rattles off eight of the last nine or something wild like that. And it's kind of like, it's kind of like, how can you justify that? You know what I mean? Um, but like I said, I think y'all touched everything. For me, um, I would say the most shocking-ish one would be David Cully, the coach of the Texans. Yeah. Um, getting the boot after one year. Um, I don't know, man. Like, it, it, it just doesn't make sense to me that, you know, he's like your whatever third, fourth option as a head coach that you come in and interview or whatever your franchise right now is a dumpster fire. Um, your GM comes into a crappy situation. Your, uh, your, I'm actually about to talk about Brian Flores too. Some stuff I heard talks. Um, but like, um, you know, you, you, you come in as a GM, you're in a dumpster fire. Your head coach then comes in, your his star player doesn't want to play for him. He's, you know, talking bad to the cameras and trying to find out it's the same thing every day kind of thing. Your team is not good. You don't have any ballers. They had almost no real studs on that Texans roster. So he does what he can. And then, you know, he gets the boot after one year. His stories are coming out saying that they think that, you know, he he was going to be a two-year kind of Band-Aid or whatever, or a one-year Band-Aid or whatever. It just doesn't make sense to me. And I guess it should because it's the Texans. And they don't really like their their franchise just seems kind of right now. It's it's very it feels like a very poorly run franchise. Um, but what I did here was that um David Cully possibly got the boot because of Brian Flores's um kind of uh connection with Deshaun Watson. Um and the Texans might try to bring in Brian Flores to try to convince him to stay with Deshaun Watson. As you know, the Dolphins were very, very uh, active in trying to trade for Deshaun Watson during the season this season. Yeah. A lot of that was because of Brian Flores. Obviously, he didn't want to. He wanted Jay Herbo, didn't get Jay Herbo. So he wanted Deshaun Watson because Deshaun Watson was made available. Um, so I'm hearing or I've, I've been reading stuff that says that um, he possibly could <laughs> because of the uh, that he could possibly be that the Texans could be possibly trying to gear up to get him um, into Houston so maybe he can convince Deshaun Watson to stay in play. Um, I also, side note on that, I think it's crazy that we just haven't heard anything about the Deshaun Watson, like any allegations or nothing. Like the 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 last I feel like the last thing I feel like I heard about that or I read about that was that he was settled on a lot of those, um, except for like five. You know, first of all, it's a lot like 20 lot, except for five. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a wild statement. <laughs> like a lot of them, right? It's like 24. But I heard that he had settled or like he had agreements to settle with like 19 or something wild. Um, but like he had agreements to settle on a lot of those. And I haven't again haven't heard it's been an entire season. We haven't heard almost anything about it. They didn't trade him. 
I, I don't know. Like, I don't know, oh, man. I don't know what they're doing. I feel like this is just a complete mismanagement of the whole thing. Then you fire your head coach. You know, you really don't know what's going on in, in Houston. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean, 20. I don't know how many girls came out and said whatever, but like, settled with all for but five. <laughs> That's crazy. All right. That's crazy. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I haven't heard anything about like potential suspensions or like things like that. But, um, but yeah, I'm kind of interested with that, that whole thing. So, I mean, if it all gets cleared up um, before the Bears got Justin Fields, I was like, you know, I got. <laughs> Might be like a smudge mark on like our franchise brand, but I mean, the Bears need somebody. But then we got Justin Fields, so we're back uh, eventually. Well, you uh, because you, you don't have a dude at receiver. But anyway, what do you mean we got Darnell Mooney? Darnell, Darnell Mooney, they're gonna be connected forever. And if Allen Robinson doesn't come back, then that's whatever. I don't really care. He, I feel like he checked out during the end of the year anyway. So whatever. I don't he really definitely care. did that. I think definitely think he did that. Um. <laughs> so all right so um i guess in terms of that were you were you shocked that mike zimmer also got fired i kind of thought like going into the season this is kind of like a make or break year for him and the vikings like if the vikings don't make it to the playoffs or make a run then it's like i feel like every coaching relationship has an expiration date and it's kind of like you kind of need to do something i was kind of shocked um just because I don't think the Vikings are, are bad per se. And I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to be there next year either. So I think the window is wide open to win that division and kind of take control. Now, if they had somebody better in mind, then, you know, go ahead, go get, go get your guy. But I think if I don't think Mike Zimmer is that bad of a coach, I think he's building something. Why not try and win it without Aaron Rodgers being there? And give that a shot, give him one more year. And that doesn't work, then you know, go get somebody else. That's true. I mean, I, I looked up that he has a, a 72 and 56 record. Oh, and a tie record. Um, and as a head coach, I mean, like, as a Bears fan, like, I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but like, uh, we're in a different bracket right now, right now. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, I'm really interested, like, because I am a Bears fan. I'm in the NFC North. So I'm kind of wondering what life after Aaron Rodgers is going to be like. Because to Adam's point, you know, it is going to be wide open um, to where, you know, the Lions, I'm not really worried about the Lions. Um, and the Bears, I think, as long as we get the head coach right and we keep our defense together for the most part, I think it will be very, very viable in the NFC North. And then you have the Vikings. And um, I think Green Bay is going to make a huge push to keep Aaron Rodgers because at this point, I don't think they believe that Jordan Love can play. Otherwise, you know, I, I think Aaron Rodgers so, a shot here and do what he yeah, wants. So, I mean, so two things about about that. I guess the first thing being Aaron Rodgers, I don't, I don't think he wants to go back. <laughs> I, I think, right. you know, as, as, as much as a, a push that you will make for Aaron Rodgers, I feel like there's only so much you can do because if you don't want to be there, then he's not going to be there because there's not a better quarterback in the NFL than that guy. Um, so <laughs> wherever he goes, if he decides to go anywhere, he's going to play. Um, my choice would be go to the AFC and get out of the NFC, but that's, that's neither here nor there. Um, as far as Zimmer goes, I, I, I normally like – coaches firings when I feel like, you know, 
we're at the same point that we've been. And I think, I feel like the Vikings, you know, I, I think they, I don't know. I, I think there's, there's something that's not quite good enough with that team. Um, I don't know if it's the quarterback. I don't know if it's, Kirk you know, the, <laughs> I don't know if it's the quarterback. It's, it's definitely not the halfback. Um, where are you going to school? Tell us. <laughs> it's definitely not the running back. Anyways, <laughs> carry on. it's definitely not the running back, but I don't know if it's the quarterback or if it's the coach. Um, I'm not going to lie. He kind of, he kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Um, as just kind of a football supporter. Um, some of the interviews that he had, um, the last few weeks of the season kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And, you know, I, I, so him getting fired, I mean, like, I don't think you're, I don't think he was just so good that he couldn't uh, be terminated. I think they need to get the next hire right. Um, yeah. They definitely need to decide what to do with their expensive, their expensive ass quarterback. And I mean, you know, what they're going to do next. Um, Zimmer was okay. Um, but I don't the the firing doesn't really shock me that much. I guess. Yeah, I a couple couple nuggets um, for Aaron Rodgers possibly leaving Green Bay. Um, did hear that he that the Denver Broncos are interviewing um, the Packers offensive coordinator and the quarterbacks coach. So oh, I don't yeah. I don't well, know if they're setting that up yeah. on purpose. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it could be like a paid Manning situation where Aaron Rodgers goes to the Broncos and they win a championship over there. I would like Aaron Rod- I would like Aaron Rodgers if he did not play for the Packers personally. I would like Aaron Rodgers if I never had to see him stop what? the Cowboys from possibly going to the Super Bowl again. Sorry. Just a second. <laughs> Got random ads, random ads going on in the background. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with him going to Denver. Bye. See you. Go over there yeah. and, and, and deal with, you know, playing against uh, what's his name twice a year. Okay. So I guess if you were a, um, if you were a head coach right now with all the coaching vacancies going on right now, you have the Jags, you have the Broncos, the Vikings, the Bears, Dolphins, Giants, Texans, and the Raiders, like, where would you want to go? Denver, because I think they're going to end up with Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Um, Vegas. I said Vegas, too. I think Vegas is a good I I think the Raiders are the best team, but I think Denver is going to get Aaron Rodgers, and that's persuading my pick. I think I okay. Think, say you do, say you don't get Aaron Rodgers, then what? I don't get actually. If I don't get even if I don't, I'm still I'm still taking Denver. I think they have more pieces around them. They just need a quarterback. I like I like the Broncos in the way that, like you said, they have they have players over there. Um, but the only thing is that, and, and like I like the way that uh, they run the whole shebang bang. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're very they're very forward thinking. They're always looking to improve. Um, they're always they're always trying, and I, uh, one thing about all the teams I support, where there's the Cowboys, the Mavericks, they're they're big. I tweeted this earlier. They're big. We love what we have in our locker room, guys. They they love to say that we love what we have in our locker room. Like what we have in our locker room just sometimes isn't good enough. And I yeah. think that the Broncos, I think the Broncos are, are one of those teams that always kind of pushing forward and trying to become better. Um, and I'm I'm very very passionate, and I, I, I like that about the Broncos. Um, 
And I feel like the Rams are also like that, obviously, because they go and they get whoever they want. Though they throw those picks out the window. Yeah. <laughs> those picks, right? <laughs> they will trade those picks away. Um, but I like so I like that about Denver. Um, the reason I say Vegas is because they are a playoff team. Um, they have a solid quarterback, they have good playmakers on the outside. Um, they have a, a pretty, pretty good defense, pretty good defense over there. I think they're currently built for success um without without having a yeah without having a a, a a big glaring hole in their team and we know with the broncos like you were saying their big glaring hole is is the size of aaron Rodgers. yeah i think that it would like looking at all the divisions i think if you drop yourself into the afc west that means you have to deal with pat mahomes twice a year and um justin herbert twice a year and then whoever is going to be quarterback in Denver twice a year from now on. Um, so I think that that would be my only like deterrent from the Vegas job. Um, other than that, I mean, with so much uncertainty in the NFC North next year with like Aaron Rodgers leaving and things like that and how wide open it is. Um, I, this is probably a homer pick, but I think the Bears job is kind of nice. No. No. <laughs> the Vikings job is better than the Bears. The Vikings job is better, but, like, overall, <laughs> if you're looking at, like, if if the Bears – one thing the Bears do is that the, the Bears' ownership will give you time. Like, they gave Matt Nagy a few years. Like, they're not going to fire you after one year. So, you do have some time there. They always guarantee, like, unless you're an absolute dumpster fire, like, you're – you're going to be guaranteed at least a few years to try and make your systems work. Um, unfortunately for the Bears, Bears job, you don't really have a lot of draft capital because we traded all of our picks, our first round picks for Khalil Mack and then Justin Fields. So in terms of like draft picks, like you're really going to have to either go in free agency or trades or, um, you know, just develop your players. So and also the Bears have to get the GM right, too, because we don't have a GM right now either. So um I guess with that, um, you know, and, and, and thinking about draft capital, thinking about the division that you play in, um, with the exception of that that team has no playmakers at all, they're not very good, the, the Giants job wouldn't suck. It, yeah. it would suck for a couple of years, maybe a year or two, uh, because they're, they're not great right now. Um, you won't have a year or two with the Giants job, though. Well, I'm, I'm 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 hearing that that Gettleman's on his way out. So Gettleman retired uh, three days ago. He's going yeah, so he retires, so he's on the way out. It, it's it's or he's he's out, I guess. But like he's on, he's on his way out. I don't know. I, I, I you you don't have a year or two, maybe. Um, with the exception that they're just so bad. Um, and the 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 NFC East. Um, yeah, I feel like it's always wide open. Like the Cowboys are good this year. But are they going to be good next year? The Eagles, same thing. The, the the Washington football team, same thing with them. Every year, you know, it's always something different. And I think that you have a chance in that division um, yeah. at any at any point. Now, like I said, the Giants don't have very many playmakers right now. Um, right. But they, I think they have two top ten picks this year. Um, and, it, it, you know, I think you can – you might not be able to do a lot – um, but you'll be able to – I think you'll be able to do something with that. And and with the NFC East being the NFC East and the uncertainty of it every single year, um, even, with the, even with the Cowboys um, being set up for success for a couple of years, um, it's just it's set up for success for the next couple of years. I don't know, man. The, 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 I don't know Giants, 
kind of enticing in that way. Sounds like could a turn those two Giants picks into Russell Wilson. That's all I'm gonna say. But do you think that that Russell Wilson and Sierra going to New York does that <laughs> change the franchise, or do you still think they finish fourth in the East? I think it helps. They can stay healthy. <laughs> the key is them staying healthy. Kenny Galladay and Saquon and all those. We had as many touchdowns as Kenny Galladay. Kenny Galladay <laughs> didn't play. <laughs> Neither did we. <laughs> Jason Garrett calling plays too, so, so it's hard to score. My thing about Jason, my my thing is Jason Garrett, and I, as a Cowboys fan, you know that it's, it's you know he's. Ugh. But even after he left, they were still running quarterback sneaks on third and nine. They just do it. They do it. Mean, yeah, what is that? I, mean, I get it. I get it. Right, you're not going anywhere. You're not doing anything. Yeah. Well, Lord, mercy. I don't get it. I don't know how you get it. Um, <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, I, I understand, you know, you're not going anywhere. You're I don't understand it, but I don't know how you do. <laughs> but it's just, that is, <laughs> ugh, what well, is that? We'll see. We'll see how like the next few weeks unfold. I don't think that we're going to hear too much about any of uh, hirings or stuff like that until probably after the Super Bowl, I would assume. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of interested in how that's going to go. Um, Jim Harbaugh, too. Like, is he going to come to the NFL, you think? Um, because a lot of a lot of uh, buzz in Chicago is like Harbaugh coming back to Chicago and bringing Vic Bangio with him. That would be tough. Announce it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't get Brian Flores, I need Jim Harbaugh and Vic Bangio. That'd be tough. What about um, Kellen Moore? You take Kellen Moore? Do I, would I take Kellen Moore? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think so. I want an I want like an offensive guy who is not for like sale, not an idiot. Like not, not that Matt Nagy was an idiot. I just think that Matt Nagy got a lot more credit than he may have should have gotten, and I think you know he wasn't built for it. At least for now, I don't know. I don't know, but he's such a nice guy. I don't know. That's the only thing you really say about Matt Nagy. Is he's a nice guy. Like I don't know. Uh, all right, so we'll move on to now uh, NFL wildcard weekend, probably one of my favorite weekends of the NFL season. And the three of us, we made um, our brackets. If my dad is still watching, I apologize for mine later, but I am going last. <laughs> <laughs> um, my dad said no Kellen Moore, so does not want Kellen Moore no. here. Um, I will freshen up my LinkedIn and I will throw my name in the hat for, <laughs> for NFL coaching <laughs> hire as well. Um, all right. So I'm going to, let's see. First time doing this. So we'll see if this works. Okay. So we're sharing. If, hopefully everybody can see this. This looks good, I think. Um, but um, this, we're going to go Adam, Eris, and then me at the end. Um, so I guess, Adam, you can. You can start. We'll start with the AFC. We'll start with the AFC. We got the Bills and the Patriots. It looks like you're taking the Bills, uh, Raiders, and Chiefs. Why? Why those three? Um, I'm taking the Bills because I think that they have um, they have home field. Bills Mafia. I can't see them losing to Mac Jones. I think the the offense is too good. I don't think the Patriots will be able to keep up. I know that was a problem before they. You know, Patriots did keep up there through the ball, what, three times and beat yep. them, <laughs> something like that. I think they'll be ready for him this time. Um, 
And I just like, I really like Josh Allen as well. I want to see him succeed. So I'm going to go with the Bills. One with the Raiders over the Bengals because I think the Raiders are the better team. Um, Bengals are a young team. I think that the Raiders, with their veteran leadership, they'll be able to take that game. A little bit of upset. I don't think it will be an upset, but it's an upset on paper, I guess. Chief Steelers, I mean, yeah. <laughs> the reason saying. <laughs> I always say to Big Ben, you know, I like Big Ben. but At least uh, he got one more game. Yeah, he got he got one more game, so don't get hurt, you know. True. Right there, have some fun. Probably gonna throw like fifty passes, you know. Might have a Kobe game. Could have a Kobe game. Then I got Bills Chiefs. Um, I think the Chiefs are just the best team in the AFC by far, in my opinion. So I got them winning that. I, Raiders over the Titans. I know that one's a little bit shocking for most. Um, I don't know. I just like the Raiders this year. I got I got to spice something up. So I think Derek Carr is gonna prove himself. Yeah, he's been having a lot of haters, but he's been you know he, he's back to his MVP form for the most part. He has a couple of stinkers every once in a while, but I like the Raiders over the Titans, and then I think the Chiefs are gonna blow out the Raiders to get to the AFC Championship game. <clears throat> I I, I see the Chiefs kind of walking through the AFC, unfortunately. I yeah. like it to be a little bit different, but I don't know. I just don't see it this year. Maybe next year when um, things switch around a little bit. As far as the NFC goes, um, got the Cowboys over the 49ers. I hope I'm wrong. I would love to see the Cowboys lose <laughs> on Monday. I'm, Monday. I'm walking to work on – if the Cowboys lose, I'm wearing a 49ers. I'm going to buy a 49ers jersey. I'm going to <laughs> I might wear it all week. <laughs> <laughs> Cardinals, Rams. Um, I like the Cardinals in this one. If if DeAndre Hopkins plays, I think he's supposed to. I think he's practicing again. I'm not sure. If he mm-hmm. plays, I like the Cardinals. And then Bucks, Eagles. I think people are sleeping on the Eagles a little bit. Um, not really giving them much of a chance, but I think they'll make it competitive. But Tom Brady's not losing that game. A new home and so we got Packers, Packers Cardinals. Home Depot just trying to be all up in the podcast. <laughs> Shout out to Home Depot. <laughs> Went to Home Depot today, actually. Shout out to Home Depot. But stay out of here, dude. <laughs> so I went Packers Cardinals. Um, I picked the Packers. I can't, I don't think the Cardinals um can go to Lambeau. It's probably gonna be cold. Kyler Murray's a little, you know. Smaller guy. I'm not sure how he's going to do in that cold weather in Lambeau. He's a running quarterback, too. When you're cold, you can hit a lot. See how that holds up. So I got the Packers over them. And Bucks cowboys rematch of first game of the year. I'm going Tom Brady again at home. Crowd's going to be loud. I, I, don't, I don't have trust the Cowboys at all. I don't trust them to play two good games back-to-back. I don't think they've done it all year, maybe once. So I don't see them beating the Buccaneers. Then Packers over Bucks. I think the only person that can go into Lambeau and beat the Packers is Tom Brady. So that one, that one was tight. I don't want to see Bucks Chiefs again. So I went with the Packers. And then I got the Packers running it all and Aaron Rodgers leaving. All right. Uh all right. What about we'll go to Aris's next? Uh, that blue. 
I feel like there is a lot, a lot of Homer bias here, but uh, go ahead and run through the AFC. No, so uh, the 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 first game I got uh, Patriots over Bills. Reason being, I heard it's supposed to be probably the coldest it's ever been in Buffalo. Um, and the first time they played with the you know the elements and the weather, um, the pa- the Pats run game couldn't be stopped. Now I, I get that it'll be hard to replicate and do it again, um, but I don't know that it'll be. It's so hard to do it again. Or, or, or the, the the way it looked the first time made it hard for me to think that it would be that much worse the second time, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. So I went Pats over Bills because uh, just kind of the elements, the, the, the way that the Bills offense kind of works, they like to throw the ball, spread it around. So if it's snowing, which I think it's going to be, it's going to be hard for them to do that again. Um, so I think we get the, the game looking kind of the same, kind of similar to the first time. So I went the Pats over the Bills. Uh, Bengals over Raiders, I like the Bengals team. I do. Um, I think that, you know, they got Jamar Chase on the outside. They got Joe Burrow. He's playing confident, swaggy. He's back to his kind of what feels like his uh, national championship form kind of thing. Um, he's, he's, he's playing the best football that he's played um, in the NFL thus far. Uh, and I think that I think that their young team, they're kind of they're kind of innovative. They're kind of creative. I think they're just a little too much for the Raiders, um, though I do like the Raiders defense and the defensive line. Um they just kind of, I don't know, they, they, they're just kind of unconvincing to me sometimes. Um, so I went with the Bengals, I think, in a close one. Mm-hmm. Um, Steelers Chiefs, I mean, Big Ben's going to throw 37, 38 checkdowns, um, but it's definitely just not going to be enough for, for the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs start to spread it around early and often. Um, I think they get up early um, and they put their kind of foot on the necks of the Steelers, and then Big Ben has to try to make some plays. We see what that looks like. <laughs> we see what that looks like for the for the for the Steelers. Um, Big Ben rides off into the sunset, uh, completing like twenty five or fifty passes with nineteen checkdowns or whatever. Uh, just kind of rides off into the sunset. Um, Titans over Patriots. The reason I went with the Titans is because I think Derrick Henry is going to come back, and I think that's a completely different team in the second round uh, at home with Derrick Henry back on the field. Um, I think. Mac Jones is inexperienced, might finally rear his head. Um, and the Titans, I think, are just a real solid all-around team. Um, and, again, with Derrick Henry come back, it's a completely different team. And that Derrick Henry playing makes Ryan Tannehill just that much better. Um, Bengals over Chiefs, I think this is when the Bengals inexperience and their, 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 them being young kind of shows up. Um, and I go with Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs, again, are the best team in the AFC um, I think that they that they're playing really solid football. They kind of figured it out after the Cowboys game, um, or I guess during the Cowboys game, they kind of figured it out, and they've been balling kind of ever since. Yeah. Um, so I went with them because they just, I mean, it's Patrick Mahomes, it's Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Andy Reid. They had all right now. I think they have it all kind of clicking. Um, so I'll go with the Chiefs kind of in a beatdown. Um, Chiefs over Titans. Uh, so I got the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl just because. Um, I think the Chiefs are, are very explosive, and I think that if they stop the Titans from controlling the clock, which I think the Titans will uh, try to do whenever Derrick Henry is back, uh, they stop the Titans from controlling the clock, I think they have the advantage. Um, I don't think Julio's playing. I don't think A.J. A- a- Brown is playing. Uh, they'll have Derrick Henry, but I think they just like the playmakers they that they'll, that they'll need to beat the Chiefs. Um, but I think, honestly, they might keep it close. Um, and Derek, Derek Kieran's gonna have to have the game of his life, I think. 
um, for them to for, for, for them to win that game. Right. Um, on the other side, 49ers over Cowboys. Right now, that's the trendy upset pick, I think. Um, I think that everyone is thinking that um, the Niners are going to come into Dallas and they're going to obviously play a great game. Debo Samuel was the best player on the field, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Who wants some Debo? I don't. I don't personally <laughs> think that. I think that this, that this, in this game, um, the Cowboys, I think the Cowboys finally have it all. But I think it's a matter of if the Cowboys can put it all together. Um, and I think this is going to be the game, one of the games this season that we feel like the Cowboys put it together um, and they have everything kind of in line. You know, we don't like, like Adam said earlier, it's really rare for them to do it two times in a row. But I think this is going to be, they, they didn't, they did it against Philly, but it was like the backup versus the backup. So it doesn't really count. Um, but I think this is going to be the game we see it all put in line. I think the Cowboys honestly have, you know, it's two, two or maybe three of the top five playmakers in the game. Um, I think that's going to re- make the difference. And then, of course, um, our defense being our defense. We People tend to forget that the 49ers are starting Jimmy G. Anyway, um, Rams over the, the Cardinals. The Cardinals have been playing horrible football over the last uh, few weeks. Um, even with DeAndre Hopkins playing, I don't know if he fixes all their issues. They just don't look great. They don't have an added playmaker. Uh, they just don't look great. Um, so I'm gonna go with the Rams over over the Cardinals as long as they protect the ball. Matthew Stafford doesn't get, you know, too overconfident in his arm. I've seen him perform in the playoffs in a playoff situation. I think he can do it. And the Cardinals, like I said, they're not playing good football right now. Uh, so I go with the Rams over the Cardinals. Um, again, like Adam said, I don't think people are giving the Eagles enough credit. I think they're playing really, really good football. But there's just it's really hard for me to choose anybody over Tom Brady in the first round. It's just I, I just don't see it. Um, yeah. So I think the Buccaneers is going to be just a little too much for Jalen Hurts and, and company. Um, so I got the Buccaneers winning that game. Um, so for me, A, I don't want to see the Packers win. But I'm pretty much pretty much kind of chalk all the way through. Uh, so I think we're going to get one big upset. I'm really hoping it's not the Cowboys losing to the Niners. So uh, I went with the Rams over the Packers. I think the Packers are good. I think they're the best team in the in the NFC, but I think that the the Rams, I think the Rams have enough in the bag to where they can kind of keep the Packers a little off balance. If it comes down to a last drive, I think it'll determine which quarterback has the ball last. Um, if it's Aaron Rodgers, they'll win. If it's Matthew Stafford, not Matthew Stafford. Yeah, we'll see about that, Bo. Um, <laughs> if, it's, if it's Matthew Stafford, I think they win. Um Matthew Stafford, again, another game where he needs to protect the ball. He protects the ball. Um, I think they get Cam Akers back this week. He protects the ball. They keep the running game. They keep the Packers off balance defensively. They move people around. Cooper Cup has a big game in this game, I think. I think the Rams in a close one because they'll have the ball last, I think. Um, Cooper Cup, right corner of the end zone, touchdown for win. Um, Clip it. Buccaneers, Cowboys. They got lucky the first time around, all right? They got lucky, all right? And I think – the Cowboys, I think the Cowboys put it together and they don't beat us twice. That's going to be there is that the Buccaneers do not beat us twice. Uh, I think the Cowboys offense clicks again. I think they kept them off balance the first time. I think we replicate a lot of that stuff again, um, but we throw just slight wrinkles in it. I think Kellen Moore shows like he should be a head coach in this game um, against this defense. Um, and I think that that, that he's, he's going to need that. And I think he knows he's going to need that. Um, so I think he shows he he shows out. Um, we go into Tampa and we beat Tampa um, in a close one, but it's a high scoring game. And I think 
think the Cowboys do it. I don't think they beat us twice. Rams, Cowboys. I'm going with the Cowboys, of course. <laughs> Just them boys. Right? Listen, listen, listen. No logic here. No logic here is they come into Dallas. Dallas is a good, good home team. Uh, I think that, again, we finally have it all. I think after two wins, we'll be playing with a little confidence. Kellen Moore will be riding the high of the last game. He'll be he'll be able to pull out a stop. He'll feel it. He'll 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 keep us moving. Dak Prescott finally plays like MVP Dak Prescott for three straight weeks. Puts it together like kind of like he was early in the season when we had it clicking on all cylinders. Um, so I got the Cowboys over the Rams. I think Matthew Stafford turns the ball over. Um, that's that's been my thing with Matthew Stafford all the way through this this kind of playoffs. Is if he can protect the ball, I think the Cowboys are a very opportunistic defense, the best turnover defense in the NFL. I got the Cowboys winning that game because they turned over Matthew Stafford a couple of times um, defensively, and then they capitalize on that offensively, control the clock, win the game. They don't beat us twice. I got the Cowboys over the Chiefs. They're not going to beat us two times in a row, uh, even in the Super Bowl. I think Dallas Cowboys have the speed defensively on the outside to keep Patrick Mahomes contained. I think the, the thing that we saw last year with the Buccaneers was that they were able to make Patrick Mahomes. They were able to cover Patrick Mahomes a second read and they had the speed defensively to kind of keep him unsettled um, and, and, and keep him off balance, even though we see that he's good off balance. He wasn't good in that game because of the speed defensively. I think the Cowboys are that fast defensively. We got Michael Parsons. We got Randy Gregory. We got Demarcus Lawrence. We have the fast defense. We have a very opportunistic defense. Patrick Mahomes makes a very a lot of very, very risky throws. I think the Cowboys is one of those defenses that can take that can turn them over and take it away from them. And I think Patrick Mahomes doesn't get away with the throws that he got away with last year, I think. I think a lot of those, like he he, he should have had more turnovers than he did last year in last year's Super Bowl. So I got the Cowboys winning the Super Bowl this year. Shout out to my boy Nate West because he said that we were going to win this year, and I'm, I'm a ride with it. Yeah, that would be an interesting Super Bowl matchup because I do think the Chiefs secondary could be um, exposed by the Cowboys receivers, um, especially like in the back end with like Daniel Sorensen. Um, like, there's memes all over Twitter about like how Tyron Matthews is like, hey, it's just fed up with him getting burnt all the time. So um, it reminds me of when the Bears had Chris Conti and he was getting burned like every every week, it seemed. Uh, but okay, that's interesting. Um, I don't think this is going to be right at all. However, <laughs> everyone's entitled to their opinion. I'm convinced that Ayers picked the Packers to lose because he doesn't want them to have to play the Cowboys. That's the only reason he picked the Rams to win. Look, I needed it. Look, look. If you look at it, I need an upset. I need, I, I need a big time upset. I feel like everywhere is kind of chalk. You know, I'm, I'm chalk all the way through it. I need a big time upset, and I, that's that's the one. All right, we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right, we're gonna go to um, mine. I need to preface that I changed my name Packers. To Packers fan I am a lifelong Bears fan my father is a season ticket holder so we love the Bears okay so just, putting, just, Pops, putting, that, just putting that there but I'm also not biased this is a non-biased show <laughs> okay so that's non-biased at all exactly <laughs> okay I and Adam I think are very unbiased. I think parents <laughs> may have a little bias, but whatever. We'll see how it goes. So we'll run through my picks. 
Um, starting with the Bills and Patriots. Um, this may have a little bit to do with the fact that I live in Boston and I hate the Patriots. But however, um, I do think <laughs> that um, the elements are going to play a factor. Um, the first time they played, as you guys know, Mac Jones had like three pass attempts or whatever, and they won. Um, if you guys remember in that press conference after the game, Micah Hyde and uh, I can't remember who else was in that press conference. Um they were kind of pissed at the media for the questions that they were asking. Like, you knew the run was coming. Why couldn't you stop it? Stuff like that. I think even though the elements are going to be bad again, um, I actually looked on Ticketmaster and they're selling they're selling tickets for like thirty dollars. So it's like I'm I'm leaving town this weekend, but it's like if I was in town, I was like, do I pull up to Buffalo for thirty bucks? You know what I'm saying? Do we take a do we take a cookout trip to Buffalo? You know, what I'm saying? for thirty dollars for a lower bowl. Um, it's gonna be so cold in that stadium. It's gonna be horrible. It would be bad for you guys because y'all are from Texas, but like I am from the Midwest, so I'm used to this. But um, but yeah, in the end, I think um, even though the elements are gonna be somewhat similar, not as bad in terms of wind. I think that. Um, you know, Mac Jones hasn't proven that he can play from behind. And when teams know that he has to throw the ball downfield, he hasn't really proven that he can do that and lead a team to come from behind. So um, I am going to take the bills in this one. Um, and then I won't have to hear from Patriots fans on Twitter for a while. So that'll be nice. Um, and then my second, uh, I'm going to take the Bengals over the Raiders. I do like the Raiders story right now, but Joe Burrow is hot right now. He's he's thrown for almost a thousand yards within the last two games. And it is in fuego right now. Cannot be stopped. Um, and I just like Joe Burrow, man. I don't, I don't know. Uh, him, Jamar Chase, like T Higgins, like, you know, it's, just, I, I like the Bengals where they're, I think, I think where they're going right now is nice. So, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Bengals um, and then Chiefs Steelers. Not a lot to be said there. Um, you know, Big Ben um, on the field. You know, obviously Hall of Fame career. Um, won't mention other stuff, but like the Chiefs, I think are gonna it's gonna be a swan song game for Ben. I think Ben will play his heart out. Um, have a little Kobe game, but I think um, you know in the end he's probably gonna throw for 40 times and have like 127 passing yards, touchdown and a pick, and the Chiefs are gonna win by 40. Um, next Bengals and Titans, a little bit of an upset here again, <laughs> just because I want to get a little spicy on it. <laughs> a little bit. Joe Burrow again is hoping. And I think that, um, with the Titans, I haven't seen Ryan. Tan- they've never been, they haven't been in this position to where they're a number one seed or, you know, um, you know, highly regarded since they lost to my cousin in the Super Bowl back in 99, whatever, Grace John Turf. But um, I think without Derrick Henry and Derrick Henry not necessarily being 100%, A.J. Brown, there's a lot of variables on the Titans offense that I don't trust. And the Bengals are, you got to ride the hot hand right now. So I think the Bengals go into Nashville and beat the Titans. Um, Bills versus Chiefs, I think this game is going to be very, very, it's going to be, I think it's going to be pretty close. I think this is the AFC championship game to be honest, um, the Bills and the Chiefs. I think that um, whoever turns the ball over the least is going to win. I think Pat Mahomes uh, in playoffs, I don't think he's going to be as reckless with the ball. Um, and I think they've kind of figured things out towards the second half of the year, um, as opposed to the Bills. Um, you know, they're kind of, they're still very inconsistent on offense, but I mean, Josh Allen's a, a monster, so you never know. Um, but I think the Chiefs win by a touchdown in that game. Um, Chiefs, Bengals, I think the Cinderella story kind of ends there. I think the Chiefs kind of put it on the Bengals 
and um, go to the Super Bowl. On the NFC side, again, I don't know if my dad's still watching. I'm sorry in advance, but um, <laughs> also sorry to my grandma, rest, rest in peace. But I'm taking the 49ers over her Cowboys <laughs> because I don't believe in Dak. <laughs> I don't believe in Dak. And I think Jimmy Garoppolo is playing for his life right now in terms of either him staying on the 49ers or is he going to be on a different team next year um i think the the 49ers have been playing good football lately i think in the playoffs you lean on your tight ends a lot um you know so i think george kittle could be an x factor in that game um but i do think the cowboys defense very opportunistic on defense as Aris kind of mentioned um so i think that's going to be a very very good game but i'm taking the 49ers um in that game uh rams cardinals maybe a little bit of a homer pick but um I think that the Cardinals the second half of the year have kind of been limping towards the end of the season in terms of their offense because Kyler Murray has been banged up. He's a small guy. Um, so small quarterbacks, you get hit a lot, and that wears on you. I don't care if you're a professional athlete or not. Um, the Rams, they get Cam Akers back. Went to a great football school. Not biased at all. but uh, And then they get Cam Akers back. Um, Odell Beckham has been very productive, way more productive than probably any of us thought he would be. Um, and Cooper Cup, number one receiver in the NFL. Um in terms of like receptions, yards, touchdowns, everything. So I'm I'm kind of shocked he doesn't get more MVP consideration. But I do think that the Rams take that one. Um, Eagles and Buccaneers. I kind of think Jalen Hurts is a very good regular season fantasy football quarterback. He's going to get you a lot of points. Uh, but I think that one's not going to be that close. I think Tom Brady is on a mission and he's going to run through that game. Um, then Packers 49ers. I think that the the Packers the Packers are just they're the best team in the NFC, and I hate it because I, <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> but I don't think that the 49ers have a lot for the Packers right now. Um, and I think the Packers kind of cakewalk through that one. I think the Buccaneers and Rams, Matthew Stafford is very prone to throw pick sixes. So is Tom Brady, I guess. But uh, I think Matthew Stafford throws uh, a, a couple picks in that game. And I think the turnover battle uh, goes to Tampa Bay, and they won that game. NFC Championship game. Um, I just didn't want to see a repeat. And I also kind of think that Aaron Rodgers is like just kind of playing football with just middle fingers in the air at this point. So I think he kind of wants to win the Super Bowl, not only for to win the Super Bowl, but to kind of give like an FU to the Packers on his way out. So like um, the petty in me kind of loves that. So I think that. I think that he's not going to he's not going to be stopped. And I think that um, in terms of Buccaneers offense, you've seen through the year, they're kind of they're a little inconsistent sometimes. Um, and I think the Packers just overall, like it's very hard to go into Lambeau and win, even though I hate I hate complimenting the Packers. This is a hard segment for me right now. But I think the Packers win in a close one um, to go to the Super Bowl. And then again, um, I think the Packers just overall are the best team right now in terms of the running the football I don't think anyone on the Chiefs is stopping Devontae Adams. Like you might as well, you might see him Moss Sorensen in the end zone, <laughs> blowing coverage or something like that again. I'm just ready for the memes of him and Tyron Matthew. Like, dude, what the f? Like, can you guard anybody? So I think that's gonna happen. And I think just like Aaron Rodgers is on a mission, man. And I think he's gonna win. He's gonna. Um, win a Super Bowl for Green Bay. So when he leaves, that kind of lessens the blow or whatever. People can't be mad at him because he won a Super Bowl. And then he's going to go to Denver or whatever and probably win another one. I don't know. But then I can I can root for Aaron Rodgers after that. Um, but, yeah, that's what I got. Um, can, we, can, we, can we talk about how you don't trust – you don't trust 
Dak, but you ride with Jimmy G? Um, I think Jimmy G has more to play for right now than Dak, and I think there's more urgency on that side um, because, you know, everyone wants to see Trey Lance, and I also think that he's auditioning for his next team. I I think the writing's on the wall for Jimmy G anyway. I think, I mean – I mean, you know, they already drafted Trey Lance, so it's it, it is what it is for Jimmy G at this point. You know, yeah, I, I mean that could, that could be true too. Um, I just I want to see Dak. I want to see Dak, kind of like what I was saying about Mac Jones, just bringing a team from behind. Um, I, I just I kind of want to see if that's if Dak's if Dak's got that. He's got the money. Like he's had a great story. Like coming back and playing as well as he has. Like he's definitely uh, exceeded my expectations of Dak Prescott and things like that. But I, I I don't know. I think the 49ers are are there's more urgency in that organization right now than the Cowboys. I think this was kind of like a luxury year. Like if Dak played well, like that's a luxury. I think next year. Um, I think next year is going to be the year to where you really hear about the Cowboys, unfortunately. I, I think Dak, Dak plays well from behind. I think that's when, when, when we see, you know, the best Dak Prescott. Um, a lot of times, I mean, you know, it, if, if, if the Cowboys go down early, I think that's when we're going to see, see a really, really good Dak Prescott. I think if the Cowboys keep it close for most of the game, which – I don't, I don't anticipate, but I think if, if the Cowboys keep it close, if the 49ers and Cowboys game is close, I think we're going to, we're going to see a very, very okay Dak Prescott. I think if the Cowboys are behind, that's when we'll see Dak Prescott at his, at his best. Uh, Cause I think Dak Prescott actually plays a lot better from behind when he's, when it feels like he's playing free. It doesn't feel like he's playing free all the time. So do you think if Dak say that the, the Cowboys go down two touchdowns, and Dak has to throw the ball 40, 45 times, and the defense knows that. Do you think that the Cowboys come back and win that game? Um, well, I don't know. It it it, it depends. For 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 me, it depends. I don't I don't think it'll be Dak Prescott's wrongdoing if if we're down fourteen and we come back and, and or and we we come back from behind. If we have to kick it. That's what we'll have the issue because Greg Zerline is is not reliable at all, and I think we all know that. Um, I think like all all Cowboys fans know that. Um, Cowboys coaching staff knows it. Um, if he has to kick it, we could be in trouble. So um, here's here's my problem with Dak. I, I think he's a good quarterback, but when you say that he plays well from behind, like that that shouldn't be a thing for the Cowboys with the weapons that they have. They that. They shouldn't have to play from behind with C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper, Ezekiel Elliott. Um, I don't know if Tony – I don't think Tony Pollard's going to play. But he is. He is. Tony Pollard, you know, C.J. Wilson. It's like you, you shouldn't – there's no – he plays better. I don't, I don't, I don't want to hear that from him anymore. That was that was an excuse a couple years ago when they didn't have those weapons. But, no, you need to, you need to show me that you're the – you know, that you, you, you got the money you wanted. So – it's time to show up and don't play from behind. I don't want to hear that. I want you to go out there. You're better. The Cowboys are better than the 49ers in every way possible. So. Yeah. So like the, 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 the thing about that, right. And, and, and the thing about Dak Prescott playing from behind is that when we do go behind, it feels like Dak Prescott has played horribly. Right. The, you no, know, a lot of times we'll be playing from behind. Our defense will be playing 
like really good football. They're just on the field so much. So I I I 100% agree. Like we we the, as, as the the way that our team is constructed right now, we shouldn't be playing from behind. We have a really really good defense, opportunistic. We turn them over. We we play fast. You know we we force a lot of punts. The thing about the Cowboys is that we will like punt it right back, and that's and that's and that that shouldn't happen. We, you know, like you said, you got the money you asked for. Now, now it's time to show it. Um, I think he, you know, if we're behind, he does play well for behind. But you shouldn't be behind. We shouldn't be behind. We be, you know, you, you're in this situation to make those plays. And I think, I don't, I don't think we'll see that this week against the 49ers. Like I said, you know, Jimmy G's gonna have to throw the ball, and you know, I, I think we're fine if Jimmy G's throwing the football around. We'll live if Jimmy G throws the ball. <laughs> We're good on Jimmy G. Cowboys went from needing a defense and having a good offense to needing an offense to be better. better with a good defense. Yeah, uh, Trey, I actually agree with that. I agree with that, Trey. That that you know, for for us to have the names that we have on offense, right? We have a pretty solid offensive line. Dak Prescott, uh, Cedric Wilson. Even though I wanted Odell Beckham, Cedric Wilson. Um, CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, Dalton Schultz. Uh, I think Blake Charlman is going to be back this week. Um, Zeke, Tony Pollard. We have all these weapons. We have all these names on the offense, and we and, and and we're not you know we're not scoring 30, 35, 40 points a game. It's just it seems like the same story with Tony Romo, where we couldn't put both things together. That's yeah. that's that's, that's, that's yeah. kind of what it seems like for us. I think I'm, I mean I'm, I'm kind of excited because of that. I think. It's going to be a very big year for for Dak Prescott and Matthew Stafford too. I think both of them. There's there's no more excuses. They both had excuses in the past. You have everything you want. You're in the situation that you want. It, it's time to show up. And you know you know I, I love Matthew Stafford, but the same thing with him. I mean he's not in Detroit anymore. He has all these weapons. I think Derek Carr, the the same thing as well. It, it's it's time to show up. You know, thing, show, show that you're that top tier. Show that you belong with, you know, Russell Wilson, Rogers, Drew Brees, Brady. You, you belong uh-huh. with them. So yeah. my, same, I'm, I'm excited for it. And, I'm, I mean, there's, there's no excuses. I don't want to hear anything. My last thing about the Cowboys and, and Dak Prescott is that I worry a little bit that if this game is if, – if, if this game is the last game of the season for, for us – you know, I think I think Kellen Moore does get a head coaching job. Um, I, I think that, yeah, and it, it obviously it probably won't be in Dallas because we have Mike McCarthy and he's won all these games or whatever. Yeah. Um, and, and 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 honestly, at, at the beginning of the year, I thought this was Mike McCarthy's last year because we've been priming Kellen Moore, yada yada yada. But I see a lot of Sean Payton going on right now. Kellen Moore goes to a different team, kind kind of thing. After we've primed him to be the head coach of the team, kind of kind of deal. Um, and so I worry about that next year is, you know, who do we replace Kellen Moore with offensive coordinator, creativity, quarterback whisperer kind of deal. So, I mean, if, if this is the last game of the year for him, you know, Dak Prescott might not take that next step. And then, you know, next year we're talking about what the hell is wrong with Dak Prescott. And is he the guy kind of deal? Uh, I hope he's the guy. <laughs> for, for my sake, I hope you can guide to. I don't think the Cowboys window is as open as you uh some people think that it is. Um 
let's see a couple a couple people texted me and asked did i really pick the packers to win the super bowl Packers i did go ahead and get some uh some packers gear Uh, i will not first of all i don't even like i don't like the colors green or or dark green or yellow like that i do like the celtics so i like kelly green but (laughs) not not that dark forest green or whatever that that's ugly but um But yeah, so I do have the Packers winning. Um, like Kelly Green on his podcast. Our background is like Kelly Green. That's like Celtics Green. Um, It's also like Eagles Green, and we don't like them on this podcast. The retro Eagles Green, like the Randy Carmichael (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Eagles. But uh, but yeah, man. Uh, We I think we were going to talk about. NBA trades, but I think we're going to save that for um, the next episode or maybe the episode after that because trade deadline in the NBA is February 10th at 3 p.m. Eastern, so we do have a little bit of time, so there is going to be a lot of developments um, within that time frame, I would assume. Uh, But, I mean, most recently today, Cam Reddish um, reuniting with R.J. Barrett in New York, so we'll see how that goes. Um, And then... um, what else happened recently? The bowl bowl thing kind of fell through because he didn't pass the the medical uh, physical. So um, that's the latest updates there. But I think we will do like some trade projections and um, see if we can get um, any more information or, you know, we'll like throw out some potential trades. Hopefully Marcus Smart gets out of here. Uh, <laughs> Marcus Smart, I know you're not watching, but... <laughs> <laughs> keep playing well so we could have you know maybe some trade value i don't know um but anyway uh thanks you guys for for joining people in the comments um thanks for keeping it um you know vibey in the comment section we appreciate that dad talks um uh trey for uh others whoever else was commenting too uh but we will be back next week and uh yeah other than that we gotta think of an outro too like bo <laughs> sick outro video so we'll get working on that but this is episode one i think it went pretty well there wasn't many hiccups outside of the random home depot commercials so i apologize for those shout out home depot Depot, man boom 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 anyway uh all right guys i will talk to you soon and go bears let's get it